the of Joe put a tag on this and as you see it's God's got better for you. God's Amen. got better. I don't know, maybe there's some folks up here that are settled and decided that this is it. But I truly believe that God has better. Yes, he does. Care how old you are, what you've been through, you've got to believe that God has what? Better. God's not finished yet. He is the Alpha and Omega of all things. That means he is the beginning and the end. And just what you think you see in all, when it comes to God, you haven't seen anything because God always has better. Any believers in the house this morning will see better. We become too complacent and too satisfied with what we think we've experienced. But I believe that God always has what better, that God can do what much greater. And I haven't seen all there is to see of God. Uh, and so I'm excited about the fact that he has better. So I want to look at the 42nd chapter verse 10. If you've found that if you would please stand for the reading of God's word. Uh, that is verse 10 through 12. Uh, after Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. All his brothers and sisters and everyone who had known him before came and ate with him in his house. They comforted, comforted and consoled him over all the trouble the Lord had brought on him. And each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. Lord bless the latter part of your life more than the former part. May the Lord add a blessing to the reader. And here is a verse of just stopping. That's the only part of verse 12 that I wanted to read. You may be seated. Uh, I love that verse 12. Lord bless the latter part of Job's life more than the former. I don't know about you, but somebody ought to say that my and life is going to be greater than my father. We haven't seen anything yet. God's not done looking at me think God's done yes. it. My ladder, I'm believing that my ladder is going to be greater than my form of faith. Faith, somebody in here ought to declare that yes, that by faith, my ladder is going to be greater than my former. That I hadn't seen all their years to see. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me stop preaching right now. I'm going into the sermon. Most of us are familiar with this story of Job, a man who lost all due to God taking his hand off of, of protection off him and allowing Satan to torment him and have his way. Uh, during this time, Job lost everything. He lost his family, his fortune, and his, in a real sense, his entire footing in life. Uh, he suffers from all sorts of disgrace because uh, to be inflicted the way Job was inflicted 
was to have done something terribly wrong in this particular period. And as a matter of fact, as you read Job, the entire saga uh, between Job and his three friends is centered around the fact that they're looking at Job and saying, Job, you said you've done something to cause all of this to come upon you. Yes. It's amazing how when something bad happens to us, uh, everybody around you, certain people around you are quickly, what did they do? They must have done something wrong. People are quick to what condemn you. To justify, you know, what's going on in your life. Uh, in this situation, uh, Job, in a real sense, has not done anything. Um, yet, this, so in other words, this really wasn't about a wrong or a right. It was uh, not about sin. As a matter of fact, God had deemed Job blameless. But that's not to be equated as being sinless. You wish he was blameless, but not sinless. Job simply knew how to walk with God. That's that Job knew how to walk with God. He was still a fallen man, but he knew how to repent. He knew how to be in relationship with God. That's what made him blameless. It was really when we read the story of Jehovah, it was really about obedience to God. Obedience. Allow me to say that God will test your obedience. Say that again, that God wants to know that you're obedient. God will test your obedience. In other words, who are you really following in your life? Uh, are you truly obedient to his call. Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Uh, Job had to sacrifice everything. Uh, and it was, uh, and as we sit this morning, there are many things that you will have to sacrifice, that you had to sacrifice last year, uh, and that you will continue to have to sacrifice. Question really is will you be obedient? Because obedience is better than sacrifice. It's through our obedience that what has been lost can be gained. That it's through obedience that whatever has been lost can be gained. Uh, God is a God of increase. Say that again. God is a God of increase. Even from his, in, in the inception and the creation of the world, God is a God. God took nothing and made something. God is a God of increase. God takes what is ever, whatever little you have left over and can always make it work. Amen. Uh, for you ought to be a declaring year for moving forward in your life. That this year is the beginning and the foundation of walking 
and knowing that my God is a God of increase, that God can take my little and then make it a whole lot. That God can take whatever I'm lacking and still make something happen out of it. That my God is a God of increase. Uh, I'm talking about how you live the rest of your life. That this year ought to be a foundational year that causes a shift in how you live your life and how you experience and walk in faith with God. Understanding that God is able to do the miraculous, the improbable, the impossible in my life. A declaring year where God becomes greater than your grief, uh, stronger than your stresses, and more powerful than your pain. It ought to be a declaring year, a year where you decide that, wait a minute, my ladder is going to be greater than my former. That I, I, I can't continue to do the same or act the same ways and, and expect different results that by faith, I'm ready to take my faith to another level because God, I know you're greater than what I've encountered in the past and what I can encounter in my future. I just need to see you greater. And so uh, this ought to be a declaring here that your experiences, watch this, are never larger than what you can experience from God. I, I believe you missed that. You see, you should have been excited about that. That my experiences are never greater than what I can experience from God. Amen. That no matter what I encounter, that yes. the God I serve can give me an experience that's yes. greater than what I've already encountered. Amen. Too. Amen. Uh, Understanding, can you see Job even in, in, in a real sense? Job's going through all of this. He's experiencing this, 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 this negativity. He's experiencing all of this pain and suffering, but yet he's still maintaining his faith in who God is because Job is has come to the conclusion that no matter what I experience. My experience with God is still greater than what I'm going through right now. That the God I serve can still turn this around. I know you're looking at me right now. Right now you're looking at me thinking, boy, it's Joe. But I understand the God I serve. Yes. So, so, so what I can experience with God is greater than the worst of the worst of what I experience in this world. Faith is understanding that the God I serve is greater than my circumstances. Yes. It's greater than my circumstances. Yes. That watch his faith. And I just had this sneaky suspicion that Job understood that this is temporary. <laughs> that, 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 that faith is not going to allow me to deem it as something other than being temporary. Yeah. But the God I serve is permanent. <laughs> yeah. 
And the permanent God that I have is capable of pulling me out of this. So I'm not going to allow something that's temporary to define me and where I am in life right now. Because I came from him. And I live with him. And so I don't end right here in this temporary circumstance that I'm facing. God is greater than what my what I'm experiencing right now. Somebody needs to understand that as you move in 2019, you're going to encounter some rough spots, some rough moments, but none of them ought to define who you are and what your God can do. You ought to understand that God is able to pull you out of anything and everything because the God I serve is greater. He can fix anything, y'all. He can do anything. Do I have any witnesses in the house? Has God done something that you never thought would be done in your life? Do I have any real witnesses in the house? There's some folk in here today. You weren't supposed to be here today. But God. Do anything. Yes, he uh, man, watch this. The God can't handle everything. Did you forget that? But here's the key. He has to become your everything in order for him to handle your everything. Let me say that again. He has to become your everything in order for him to handle everything. So he has to be your everything. Right. Right. Ah, he's not your everything. See, that's what you ought to be declaring for 2019 and moving forward. I'm not just talking about 2019. I'm talking about moving forward in the rest of your life. That God, you are my everything. This first Sunday of 2019, I'm declaring that you are my everything. Therefore, you can handle anything that comes my way because you are my everything. See, I believe that's what Job understood. Job understood and was able to survive what he survived simply because God was what? His everything. So, in other words, I can lose it all, but as long as I have you, God, because you're my everything. It's got your everything right now. Sometimes we have to examine ourselves because whether we know it or not, we have a faith that's contingent upon things. God doesn't want your faith to be contingent upon what he blesses you with. He wants your faith to be rooted in who he is. I just said something right there. Because uh, if you're not careful, you'll root your faith in the blessing of what he does rather than in the person of who he is. Somebody in here should be shouting, Lord. In other words, you start focusing on the blessing rather than the blesser. And it's the blesser that can keep blessing you. And so 
so when I'm really right to the blessing, I don't have to worry about the blessings. See, if I lose the blessings, my blessing can still bless me all over again. That's what I'm talking about in 2019. Anybody ready to be blessed in 2019? Anybody have a great blessing? Focused on the blessing, not the blessings. Because watch this. If he did it once, oh, I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody. If he did it once, he can do it again. I might lose it today, but the God I serve can bless me with it all over again. Nah, he's my blessed son. Yes. Yes. My faith is not moving in the blessings, but it's the blessed okay. Y'all don't want me to preach this in 2019. Anybody ready for a shift in God? Anybody ready to take it higher in God in 2019? Look at somebody and say, God's got better for you. Somebody else and say, God's got better for you. Somebody needs to receive that. Somebody needs to pull that down and pull it in right now that God's got better. You haven't seen the best of God yet. They haven't seen the fullness thereof of who he is, the fullness of his power. You haven't seen it all yet. Don't you get comfortable think you see that you've seen all that you needed to see of God. There's still some places and some parts. There's some dimensions. There's some areas that God can take you beyond this fair way. You can imagine his glory. I haven't seen everything. That's why we say, God, I'm ready to go to the next glory. From glory to glory. I just need to see a different kind of glory from you. You know, I haven't seen it all yet. God's got better for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask. If God is able, then God always has better. Even when I'm not seeing, even when life is not, I'm not experiencing the best, I understand that God still has better. <laughs> because I haven't seen everything. And if we're honest, if we're honest about it, Far too often, our perspective, our perspective isn't what it needs to be. Our faith in the fact that God can do these miraculous things. God can replace, watch this, what, what seems to be uh, beyond repair. Oh, God, I wish I had something. God can replace what seems to be beyond repair. 
and about the number of them, some of you left in here this morning that way. You just don't want nobody to know about it. You try to pretend and act like it's all together. Put on your best foot, your best, your best of your best right now. But in a real sense, there's some things that are broken in your life. There's some things that fell apart in your life in 2018. And you're looking at it and you're saying it's beyond repair. But I'm here to tell you this morning, there's nothing that God that is beyond repair with God. Watch this. Sometimes God has to replace what's beyond your pain. <laughs> and some of you walked in here this morning, you want God to fix what God needs to replace. I'm preaching right now. Oh, God! I'm preaching right now. Uh, watch this, watch this. Recently, I broke my, my, I dropped my iPad twice. Twice. The first time, uh, the facing cracked. I mean, it just cracked, but it was still working. And uh, second time I dropped it, uh, it, it just went black. Everything went black. I was like, oh, God, here we go. I'm like, you know, poor iPad. But good news was that I had Apple Care insurance. So I get on the phone, I call Apple Care, and Apple Care says, you know, uh, I'm going to paraphrase this, kind of put it in Pastor Dalco's language right now. They were like, oh, we got you. We got you. You have Apple Care. You have what you need. You have the protection. You have the insurance. It's like, matter of fact, we're not going to repair it. We just going to replace it. Because you have replacement insurance. Can I ask somebody this morning, can you realize what you have in God? That when things break down, when things look like they're not even there, even beyond repair, I don't care how bad, how broken, how damaged it becomes, maybe you didn't realize, but you've got some protection insurance. Yeah. Where you're fully covered. I wish somebody understood yeah. what I was doing. You got a policy that gets renewed every year and you don't even pay into the premium. I wish I had somebody. And when you call him up, he's ready to replace what is beyond return. God ought to have somebody in here that understands what I'm talking about. It's replacement insurance. Uh, uh, matter of fact, and she told me, she told me, the woman on the phone told me, she said, now before, watch this church, before we replace it, you've got to erase the old iPad. Uh, right. oh, don't miss that, don't miss that. Before we replace it, you've got to erase the old one. What are you saying, Pastor? There's some things that you're holding on to and God is saying before I can replace and give you something new. You got to erase. Look at somebody and say erase it, erase it, erase it, erase it. God's got something better for you. You better erase it. You want God to repair that broken down relation? No good brother, no good sister, no one, no good for you in the first place. But you keep asking God to repair it. But you gotta erase that situation before God can bless you with a new situation. You keep looking at the new person like the 
get, you can't even get to, to end your career right because you're still mad about what they did on your last job. You're gonna erase it. You better erase it. You gotta erase it. There's some things that need to be erased so that you can receive the new things that God has for you. God's got better for you. But you gotta let go of some things. Okay, I'm preaching to somebody this morning. There's some hurts, there's some pains you gotta let go of. You, 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 you gotta let go. You gotta, you gotta erase it. Watch this. But it was not to see. I had to erase the iPad, but watch this, watch this church. But I still had to return to them. They said, look, in order to get the new one, you gotta give us the old one. <laughs> There's two things. She said, you gotta erase it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but you also have to return it to us. in your life. But you've got to hand some things over. Watch this. Watch this. God will ask you to put something down. I want you to get this. So that you can pick something else up. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. That God will ask, expect you to what? Put it down in order to pick something up. See, somebody walked in here in 20 minutes. 2019, and your hands are full right now with 2018. God, I wish I had somebody right now. All right. <laughs> your hands are full with 2018. You walking around like this.
Look at somebody and say, God's got better for you. <laughs> he wants to give you something greater to hold on to. Anybody ready to make an exchange today? <laughs> look, 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 look. Life's full of yes, some, un, some unrepairable things. But the God I serve can take what is unrepairable and replace it. But I've got to be willing to hand over some things to Him. So, 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 we've got to put down in order to pick up. Because God says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Uh, and God is always doing a new thing. Now it springs up. He says, what? Do you not perceive it? I'm quoting Isaiah, y'all. He says, I do a new thing. Do you not see it? Uh, all around you, watch this. All around you right now is a new thing God is doing. And the question is, do you see it? Don't you question whether God is doing a new thing. God's always doing a new thing. Question is, do you see it? Watch this. Are all your hands so full that they blinded your ability to see? You walking, you walking, you, 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 you bird box. It is the hit movie right now on Netflix. That thing is unbelievable. You gotta see Bird Box. Uh, that was my reference for those that haven't seen Bird Box because you know, everybody has to walk around blinded. <laughs> you know, and so, but 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 you see, when you understand who you walk with, you can have a Bird Box experience, but you know that I'm gonna make it because I'm being led by the right one. Again, this summer is about obedience. It's about obedience. So God wants to know that you're being obedient to Him. There's some things, once again, that you're carrying, that you're blinding you from who He is, that you have to release so that you can pick up the new thing that God has for you. God is able to do some new things in your, your life. I know that I have some witnesses in the house. And oftentimes, if, I, if you look back, that God, God did some unbelievable things yes. in your life. Yes. And some new things in your life. So he's able to do that. Uh, once again, he never, that's the good news. God says in his word, matter of fact, in Isaiah, he says, don't be afraid. Around Isaiah 43 and 13, chapter, he says, don't be afraid. I'm helping you. Let me say that again. He says, don't be afraid, I'm helping you. Watch this. He didn't say, I helped you. <laughs> he said what? I'm helping you. That means it's continuous. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, it didn't stop 
when Jesus died on the cross. He said, what? I'm helping you. Don't be afraid. I'm helping. In other words, it's continuous. It's not a one-time thing. In other words, if he did it once, <laughs> he can do it again. Because I'm what? Helping you. That no matter what I encounter, God, I already know you're what? Helping me. That God still has better for me. And that my ladder will always be greater than my father. Because God has better. Don't you start living like you've seen God's best. It's really time to live like you haven't seen his best yet. It's really time for you to live like he's got better for you. It's really time for you to live like you know he's always doing a new thing in my life. It's really time for you to proclaim this morning that he has your back. That he has, watch this, your front. That he has your side. He has both sides of you. That he has you no matter what. That God's got better for me. It's time for you to declare that this morning and move forward in your life. That like you've never seen what God is getting ready to do before. That God, I'm ready to see some things that I've never seen before. Because I know you've got me, God. I'm ready to see a peace that I've never seen before. I'm ready to see a joy that I'm I've never seen before. God, even in my latter years, I'm ready to laugh like I've never laughed before. I'm God, I'm ready to rejoice in you like I've never rejoiced before. That God, you got better for me. I'm ready to dance like I've never danced before. I'm ready to shout like I've never shouted before. I'm ready for new doors to open up and see the wonder of your blessings like I've never seen before because I believe you're always doing a new thing and that you've got better for me. Any believers in the house right now? That God, you ought to declare and complain that God got better for me. There was a church on Hi, my name is Nicholas Worse. I'm the executive minister here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. I just want to say thank you for listening. You can learn more about our church online at onefellowshipumc.org. And you can like us on Facebook to stay up to date with all the latest events in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others online so that more people can learn about what God is doing here at One Fellowship. Thank you and God bless.